Hello and welcome to Crap Flicks and Chill, the tits and ass of the film podcasting world. My name is Jamie Valentine and I'm joined, as always, by Joe Thompson and a very, very special guest this evening, fresh off from the Urban Legends podcast. It's Luke Mordew, everybody. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? Yeah, good, good. Dumb dandy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling Lovely good. to have you on board, Luke. Thank you very much for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. You know what? I, uh, I just want to say straight out the gate, I was walking in the daylight uh, through the forest completely. Like, it was like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Luke's podcast scared me. <laughs> so, uh, so that's how atmospheric the Urban Legend podcast actually is. It's genius, man. You should be very proud of that of that uh, piece of media. Thanks, man. I'm glad. Fantastic. I'm glad, I'm glad it spooks people. Yeah, I mean, just so, just so good, so, so, so good. Uh, I wanted to actually quite, uh, drop a quick reminder to everyone. Uh, just to remind everyone, you can you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, now Facebook too at Crapflix Podcast. <gasps> Facebook, Joe. That's I, know, I mean, I've I've got with the times, and it's 2021, <laughs> and I, we've just Hello. joined Facebook. I mean, I mean, uh, for, uh, so we we post our weekly animated releases, which uh, Jamie uh, sets up for us each episode. We also share some visual gags that we notice from films we're watching, plug other podcasts that we love, and generally talk for, about films with people pretty much all day. So if you want to get involved with that community, jump right in. There's space on the sofa for you, man. Crack open a beer and kick back with us. But what is that crap flicks and chill community? Uh, so we are a film podcast where myself and Joe, and sometimes some special guests, I'll let Luke more due this evening, um, watch roughly the first hour or so of some absolute garbage movies uh which for those watching is garbage uh on various streaming platforms we talk bollocks throughout we rate the attractiveness of the cast guess how the movie will end and you know sometimes even try to fix the movie if it's even possible at all now if that sounds like something you'd want to experience in real time then head on over to whatever platform we're watching the movie on and you can sync up with us in a bit with a bit of a party horn at the beginning of the film Otherwise, you can simply listen along audio only, as with most other podcasts, and most importantly, come on this terrible, terrible journey with us, uh, ruining your faith in cinema forever, because that is the crap flicks and chill guarantee. Damn right. So, uh, with apologies in advance for uh, ruining cinema for Luke, Joe, what do we have tonight? What are you going to treat us well, with? I can think. I can think of no better film to watch with the the creator of the Urban Legends podcast, <laughs> then the schlocky slasher, that was hard to say, uh, <laughs> Urban Legend that came out in 1996. So that, my friends, is what we're watching tonight. Uh, so the synopsis briefly is, when a series of murders takes place in and around her university, Natalie begins to suspect that the deaths are inspired by various urban legends. Mm. Boom. So Urban Legend was Ooh. released in 1998, made uh, 72.5 million uh, in the US box office, falling short um, as a cash cow. Uh, released two years after Scream in 1996, and just for context, that one made 175 million. So definitely dropped dropped slightly short there. Um, it's mainly considered, I think, to be just a cheap cash in of Scream. But you know what? Let's let's see what We're we think. Find out. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. slander and i won't hear this is where you it. tell us that this film has inspired your podcast and you live and breathe it do you know what's really funny 
Okay, I wouldn't go as far as say it inspired the podcast, but Urban Legends was actually the first horror film I ever owned and watched. Oh, and man. it is what inspired my love for Urban Legends. But let's all be honest, <laughs> the film is <laughs> let's well, let's be honest. Tara Reid can't act her way out of a paper bag. So, <laughs> right. Well, uh, if we're all we're all good, I've I've got it got it lined up. If everyone's ready for a nice little countdown to play, mm-hmm. yeah, all good. We'll go on. Go after three, two, one. So three, three two, one. one. Play. Ah, oh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. God, even just an opener like this makes me so nostalgic. You don't see it anymore, do you? Yeah, I never see a winged horse go down the well, street anymore. We, we've it's discovered so that... <laughs> so many of like the obvious horror films we've watched so thus far have like like a clearly red ident that's supposed to like invigorate feelings of like blood and death and like like obvious horror so it's quite refreshing mm. to get one that isn't whereas this is yeah. the hunger games that so that's cool yeah, yeah. No, i quite like that one i thought it was quite well put together there i was like hello phoenix pictures where did you go <laughs> i mean look, look here we judge everything and that's not just writing directing that's down to like cinematic logos and uh i don't know well, i was gonna say end credits but we don't we never get that far okay <laughs> just, just slagging off the cast and crew Early, Look at that early font. Judge, oh, early judgment. Urban Legends, that's a crap font. Early Judgment, why does this sound like <laughs> a Christopher Columbus? <laughs> oh, hang on, oh, no, you didn't tell me that... Jared Leto was in this. Leto. Oh. Leto, Leto. Oh, yeah. The best Joker ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, Ooh, yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. That, that is, is a way to start opinion. off a controversial uh, podcast. <laughs> I was being facetious. I'm sorry to any <laughs> listeners, but I'm not sorry at all. He is clearly the worst. He's awful, <laughs> and it's embarrassing. Even in the Snyder Cut, he's awful. He's just awful. Hey, I liked the Snyder Cut, but then the film was supposed to end, and then it just carried on for an extra half an hour, and I was like, why am I giving Jared Leto 20 minutes of screen time? I love how we're moving on to the Snyder Cut. Just, we're supposed to be honest, watching a car drive down the road at this I point. mean, it's... Just, so this, this, is, this is very indicative. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, when there's clearly boring expositional dialogue, which... Uh, if we haven't seen the film before, we will miss. Uh, we'll no, be no, talking no. about things like, um, what's what's your favourite type of sandwich? Or Yeah. 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 Well, I, th- I actually think that um, opening a horror film with a car driving through the woods is really unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never see that. The sarcasm is strong with this one. <laughs> you, you, nev- you never see them making a wrong turn. <laughs> oh, she's listening to Tara Reid here. Has anyone ever in the history of ever listened to a radio station like this? No, it, it, it's like, just sound like some, just some jabberings of an idiot. I suppose it's Radio 1. Oh, what am I doing? I'm just attacking everybody. Uh, first first the Joker, then... Uh, basically, you're, you're making us, uh, like, you know, we've got a very mainstream, like, you know, we've got a big audience here. You're really crushing it. This is... Uh, I know. You know. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Keep it, keep it coming. We want all the sass. We want all the shade. <laughs> I know, it, I didn't realise Nothing's too petty. Nothing is too petty as far as we're concerned. <laughs> I love the okay, tape. Okay, there. this That's one. Wonderful. Oh, yeah, tape. <laughs> this is anyone who's stepping up for the fourth time at a karaoke evening. Honestly. <laughs> it's like you can't well, sing. Therefore, eliciting the most obvious question Luke, Joe, a microphone is handed to you. You've, you're about three pints deep at least. What's your karaoke song? Can having a bad singing voice be enough reason for me to want her to die? 
She's going. It was, go. was I, in Jurassic my, Park. My, I was just saying, I'm going to ask a question though. My, my karaoke song, I'm going to have to say um, that Grease song, you know, Tell Me More, that one. I <laughs> don't know why. I don't even like the song. It's just a fun song to sing. Do you, do you not really need to duet line, with that, that with somebody well. though? Do you not need to yeah. drag somebody up on stage? Yeah, but I'm not the really. Way you a, sang I'm, that sounded more like um, "Tell me more when I go home." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I sang it well. Um, Tell me, Char. Okay, a bit of grease. There's a bit of mu- musicality there. That's nice. Joe, yeah. what's your? How oh. are you going to wow the audience? What's I've my, seen what, you do what's karaoke, my karaoke I song? I do, uh, I do. When I step up to the mic, when I crush the mic and I'm, uh, I do something like Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl. You know why? Because I'm a gay man and it makes no sense. I should I replace like it with brown, brown Eyed Boy or Brown Eyed yeah. Boy. Too soon? I don't know. I was, I was ready to make an ironic joke of like, oh, we get it, you're gay. But then you completely just threw me off there. Well done. <laughs> Why do you want some brownies before you go to bed? Ah. <laughs> oh, scary guy. He's from Lord of the Rings, isn't he? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Schmeagol. Is that Ringworm? <laughs> Not Ringworm. Yeah, he is actually worm, from Ringworm. He is Ringworm. Wormtail, that's it. Wormtail. Ringworm. <laughs> ringworm, something totally else, Luke. Sorry. Is this I an American thing where ringworm. Americans will do up your gas for you? Do you just say do up the ass? Like, what? Yeah, I... Th- did you I see that reverse that. spin? Did everyone just catch that reverse spin he just did? Yeah, that was, he's really dramatic. That was elaborate, wasn't it? Right, if you saw someone hiding in the back of the car, you'd tell him right then and there. You'd open the car door and go, get out. Yeah, excuse me. That is Grimworld Wormtail from Lords of the Rings, by yeah. God. Or Ringworm, which I love even or more. Um, oh, is that actually him? That's yeah. actually him. Oh, yeah. I thought you were joking. No, no, you no, yeah, I mean, no. I, I thought it was a joke because of the hair, but... I thought you were saying he no, was no, gone, was... which makes more sense. I'm very good <laughs> with famous faces. I don't know why. That's why you recognize oh, me so quickly. Fine. I get it. I get it. Uh, hey, hey. Good God. This is mean because the only reason he's, like, seemingly, like, scary is that he has a speech impediment. Yep, it is is a classic case. She deserves it because, in a way, like he is disabled. At, well, not disabled. Well, he, he's got a disability of some form, and she's going, "Oh, you're creepy. I'm not going to do it." So it's like, you know what, love? She's you, if, the judgmental one. Yeah, yes. if you weren't such a judgmental person, this wouldn't be happening. You'd be safe right now. You'd be alive. I'm I'm inclined to agree. I mean, I I think the real problem is this haircut. <laughs> that, that that was it. She's like, no, shoulder length hair. No, thank you. I mean, we had the whole thing even as recent as our last episode on Jurassic Park about bowl headcuts. So it's again, everything's, like on, <laughs> everything's on on point for uh, criticism. I don't know if you heard, but R two D two is in this scene somewhere. I just haven't quite clocked where. Really? Oh, that weird noise. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he could have spoken by now. He could have said, no, yeah, don't he go. could have handled this There was so no need for him to grab her. He, he made it so much creepier by going up to her and just grabbing her. Just speak to her, calmly. Oh. Also, or don't. Be oh. like, you're a dick, just die then, bye. This is a really explosive intro. I'll be I'm honest, gripped. the first five minutes of this film is great. Back in the day, before double glazing. Yeah. But you're right, it's a very weird concept that Americans 
have people come and pump their gas because it's such a hard thing to do. <gasps> oh, I've just got the twist. He was trying to save her. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, now you can speak. Selective impediment. Thank oh. you. Honestly, you could have just said that on the way to the room. Like, if he was stuttering the whole way there, by the time he got in the room, I don't know. I don't know much about stutters, to be fair. Maybe he was anxious and panicking. Asked me cutting the film some slack. I he suppose. just saw a guy with a knife, started freaking out. It's, it's you know, it happens. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I love how she's still singing along. Like, it's okay. Hang on. Okay, hang on. What what has right. happened? How did that yeah, happen? The so the axe went through her neck, then through the window. Why do none of these windows or glass have that? Thickness? Looks like he just chopped her head off with yeah. the handle. <laughs> yes. How wide would this wing have to be? I read. I read some trivia that said that apparently they were originally going to do it with her filming in a Range Rover, but they realised that you couldn't swing an axe in a Range Rover. So whatever whatever car they did have, they replaced it some with this. Shitty. So then not even show the swing at all. Good stuff. Good work, everyone. It's just yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And now, oh, they're on air as well. The sexy Tara Reid. <laughs> Plot twist, Tara Reid's a slag. So, my complicated relationship with Tara Reid, not okay. that she knows me personally, is in her earlier career, I think she's vaguely hot. And then it reaches a point where it drastically goes downhill and she's crack hole level of missing teeth Whoa. hot. I mean, don't, don't hold back, Jamie. Tell us how you really feel. Which is to say not. Yeah, wow. Uh, this Tara Reid, attractive. Give her a year, crack whore. See, I don't know if I'm the best judge of this, but I do think she's quite moon-faced. <laughs> she's got a very round head. I like her voice. She's got a sexy voice. Yeah, but she's also... All of her lines are like, you're a bitch. Would you, would you listen in. to this Bye. radio show? No. No one, oh. no one would listen to this radio show. <laughs> uh, that, that guy, he, he was a good-looking guy and everything, handsome man, but why was he there completely with a shirt undone whilst host, whilst producing a radio show? <laughs> I mean, spirit animal. I'm, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> that's, that's how I roll. Every time I go to work, I've just got my shirt completely undone. Oh, Jared. And we've also cut to a scene from Friends where they're all sat around on the sofa <laughs> drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did that happen? This is a, I, I'll tell you what, aesthetically, this college is very up my street. Coffee machine. Oh my God, this would totally be your lounge people. in your manor house, wouldn't it, Luke? This would be your, like, welcome yeah. in, and this would be your front room. <laughs> Honestly, genuinely, Fully. I would live there and be and you'd have over like, the moon. You'd have, like, a really creepy, like, uh, like embalmed crow or something on the wall. <laughs> it's funny you say that. That is something I desperately want. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in fact, I guessed, but now I know. Yeah, so no, no, no. we should we should we should get onto the crux of the crux of the conversation then while they're okay while they're doing some sort of uh, exposition. Luke, you're a man who has an urban legends podcast. What is I it am. about the uh, like the concept of the urban legend that you are drawn to? For me, it's a psychology of how a story can evolve and adapt and change to different people's environments and how how desperate we all are to have scary stories in our lives that we 
will happily completely change any urban legend to fit our area to make it closer to us because I feel like we all in a deep rooted way want to feel some form of connection to darkness mm, yeah I like that and funnily enough but we have fir- to embellish it we have to make it bigger than it is to make it seem exciting and yeah the first episode I ever listened to of the podcast was uh, the one about the guy in the back seat so uh, oh. yeah very topical oh I think I mentioned this film in that episode, actually. But this is, as as you said, not to not to completely shit all over this f- the film as we might do for the next uh, fifty odd minutes. But um, this was in some part the inspiration for you enjoying that concept of the urban legend. Yeah, even if this urban legend itself wasn't necessarily uh, <laughs> as as uh, an appealing concept. Yeah, it got me into the idea of, oh, I like these stories they're talking about, just not necessarily the exposition of which they decided to bring them to life. Yeah. Um, this, this, I used to have a big crush on her when I was younger. This actress on the left, uh, she walked so Jessica Chastain could run. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. Where did <laughs> she go? Where did Lee Gingers go? I don't know. I don't know because I actually think she's she's got a bit of, she's got that star quality. She's very beautiful. Uh, she, Isla Fisher, Amy Adams. I, come on, well, yeah. There's three. Think about how many actors there are. Yeah, but how many ginger men are there in Hollywood? <sighs> Carrot um, top. Um, <laughs> Good yeah, Sheeran. Exactly. He doesn't count. <laughs> Good he's question. Not, he, he doesn't count. He's a singer. Yeah, it's just they're just not. It's just weird because it's a really like unique look, so it really stands out, which you think you'd want on the screen, but. Oh, Drew Barrymore. There we go. There's there's a 90s to noughties reference. That's not a man. Especially bringing mm-hmm. in Scream. Although, was she blonde in Scream? Is Drew Barrymore a man? <laughs> yes, she was blonde. She was very blonde. Oh, Bloody Mary. Okay, here's my thing about Bloody Mary. Whilst I think it's bullshit, obviously, I still am not going to stand in front of a mirror and say it three times. Because I'm You're not a coward. Like, You're a coward, Joe. Well, have you, no, have you listened not- to... The, don't, don't, the, the, the Bloody Mary episode that I've done, it, I was finding it fascinating. The psychology behind seeing things in the mirror and that's amazing. Um, not the podcast. Um, you might like it, but I mean like more like the psychology behind it. I loved it. This I never understood. Why are people screaming? Who is that? <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? It also doesn't help that the two wooden panels look like they've got like slightly wonky eyes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Dawson's Creek realness. This guy... Jesus. No, no, but he's clearly not Dawson because uh, Dawson's Creek guy because he's got bleach blonde hair in this film. They've gone, we've got to change him up. He looks they're too like, much. They're like, hang on, how can we make him look more nineties than he already did? I know. <laughs> Honestly, we'll bleach his hair out and give him <laughs> and, some very generic American clothing. Yeah. yeah. Everything about the girl on the right looks evil. That's an evil face. Oh no! Come on, clearly the most attractive thus far. Yeah, but for an evil bitch. I did. Uh, she was my first She's crush. What See? gay heart? Really? This, this, this is why I don't want to shit over this movie too much. I don't want to Hello, Potter. That this is like <laughs> the start of like this massive part of your career and like all these big childhood memories for you. And here's me just being like, oh yeah, Tara Reid's a bitch, and yeah, who, who sits in the back of a what's, car? What's uh, what's Professor Snape doing here? <laughs> yeah, I don't have. Yeah, it's very Hogwartsy this college, isn't it? It's what. Uh, Oh, it's a. Uh... Oh, good God! Oh, that was unnecessary. That's not an urban legend. That's oh a... my God! This is the reason why I would have fucking hated to share dorms in college. Can you I don't imagine? understand how they um, also share a room like that. Her side of the room is fully you. 
<laughs> I didn't. I, did, I don't. Yeah, like, this dude, is my one side. thing about this film. It always annoyed me. It's such a like the cliche angry goth. And it's like okay, um, how much is that us if we shared a room? If like me on like the pastel side and you on like the gothic hardcore side, <laughs> pastel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. That's so your. That's so your color scheme, Joe. I'm like I Mr. Peanut that. Butter, and you're BoJack Horseman. It's all good. But like a gothic one, like a cool one. Great reference. Great reference. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Bojack Horseman. I know you're a big fan of the podcast. Thank you. For, also, for listening. can we um, yeah. talk about how this would never be a lecture? <laughs> like, what is? What are they studying? I know. Like, ah, this would be uh, urban legend class that you study at uni. You, why would you? I mean, don't be wrong. I'd attend it if it was there. I was going to say you'd pay more what? attention than you, half you, the other you would, studies. You'd be the lecturer. Yeah, but why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you though? Why would? What? 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 What, what course are they taking? I have no um, idea, but I know in America like, they study pretty much every subject at uni together, and then they specialize right at the mm. end. Whereas obviously in our unis, you pick one and you go for it. We have to pick and stick with it. So yeah, imagine if you picked <laughs> if, you, if you, you picked horror, urban legends in your first first. Oh, I was about to say semester. Oh god, this this honestly, this podcast has Americanized us because we watch so many American films with their big houses and their terminologies. Like it's fall, you walk on the sidewalk. It it just integrates yourself. Oh. It's a semester. It's like no, it's your first. We're time. half American at this point. God, no, I can't even. We also offend <laughs> our. 39% American audience pretty much every episode. So, hey, guys. Nice to, nice to speak to you again. Howdy, y'all. Hey, guys. I oh. do I do love the American accent. Can we talk about you Bruce know, Blonde Dawson's Creek guy with his short-sleeve, long-sleeve outfit? Fucking hell. Couldn't be more 90s if it tried. Do you guys know who the... So, do you know who the tutor is? Something funny you he looks recognizable, but I think the beard's throwing me off. He's Freddy Krueger. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, they no. thought they struck gold when they, they were like, we're going to make so much money. We got Freddy Krueger in this and that. No. But yeah, no, look at him. Now, he's, now I've said it. Look at wow, him. That's yeah. clearly Freddy Krueger. That's mental. That's Robert cool. England. Also, can all, of these, can all of these students laugh at each other's terribly unfunny jokes, please? <laughs> she said the lamest joke like and they all pissed themselves yeah I suppose in in, class, in school though if I remember rightly it doesn't matter as long as you were boring off a teacher everyone was chuffed that's true very true I can't there's too many carbs I mean you, <laughs> you you bring up an interesting point about the release of this film in Scream because so much of louder? this um, Jesus Christ this, this Craplix quest oh god fucking product placement um, this Crapflix quest is what's the sweet spot between a crap film and that's that's just bad and a crap film that's secretly enjoyable. And there's an element yeah. of whether you're trying too hard or whether you're actually, you know, you're self-aware enough to know it's crap and you just let it steer into it. But, yeah. Um, you know what you're doing. And the idea that they're trying to imitate. One of the criteria is, is there a scene where a very attractive star open mouth eats pot rocks in front of a room for the people and <laughs> for that reason fucking success congratulations i mean I why is she acting like i don't know 
But you know what I mean? Like, if you're trying too hard to replicate it and you're paying big money for big stars who should know better, but it's not quite clicking as, like, you're just chucking money at something that isn't going to work and it's just going to blow up in your face. So it's this is potentially a bad a bad sign for the movie. Well, he's so hardcore. Look at him. Why is she wearing a man's shirt and a man's trousers? <laughs> this is a man's world. <laughs> yeah, because she can, Joe. No, she fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> but she could try. So, uh, Joshua Jackson, I think his name is, has just fallen down some stairs because he's had some pop rocks and coke and he's he's doing a fake out, guys, because he's fucking cool. I mean, this is probably the best acting we'll see. Ugh. Oh my, he just vomited over his face. Bukaki. Oh no, he's committed to that prank. Wow. Wait for it. Psych. I mean, you laugh, you're still on the ground in the middle of the lecture hall with green shit all over your face, so... <laughs> Who's You're laughing? never getting laid Your again. Your forty-five-year-old friend. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were like. They were like. We ain't got any jump scares in this period. Should we just add that bit into the script? Yeah, people will ter- be terrified. It's, it's, it's any excuse to like ramp up the score. Have you done an episode on pop rocks and coke? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, have have, have you guys done the uh, the whole like yeah having a bottle of coke? Sorry, Pepsi. We're not, we're not sponsored by you, you whore. Coke, um, <laughs> bottle of Coke and putting Coke. in like Mentos or Refreshers and just watching it explode. I'm, have I done an episode on that? Oh, no, like, have you just done that in real life? <laughs> oh, right, I was going to say, what? Um, um, I, I think I must have done when I was a teenager. I, I did so many stupid things. It's definitely up there. Big, like, e- even if you knew it was going to react that way, you're like, well, I still need to do it for myself. And then it created like an absolute mess. Uh, has anyone... Mm, yes, it is. It is, it is. Sorry. I had nothing. Has anyone... Can anyone think on the top of their head a film that Jared Leto's in that they don't think is bad? Uh, Fight Club. I liked him in Blade Runner 2049. Or more specifically, where he is good. Oh. Uh, I is he's the thing because I consider him a good actor. Yeah, I can't. Nothing jumps out. Oh, uh, Dallas Buyers Club. I think he's just told people enough times that he's a good actor. I don't think he actually is that good. I like Fight Club, but he plays a very minimal role in that because it's obviously a Brad Pitt, Edward Norton vehicle. A hell in the bottom. Yeah, didn't even remember he was Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club with him and um, Matthew McConaughey, who at that point I totally U-turned on Matthew McConaughey and he went from someone doing shitty films like Sahara and being an absolute, uh, wow, look at me, I got uh, sweet abs, to being like a brilliant character actor. Like, how could you go from so shit to so good without secretly being good all along but just doing shit for that sake? I think that's a great film with both of them. Yeah. See, I still don't think of him as being the, the standout. Like, people always say things like Requiem for a Dream, but I think there are so many poignant scenes in that film that make it good, and it's not necessarily his part that makes it good. So I just think he's one of those people that has just told the world that he's really good a number of times, and everyone's just bought it for some reason. Because he's very beautiful. He is beautiful, but, he you know. beautiful blue eyes. Yeah, it's Hollywood, mate. Beautiful so, people. So, 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 so heads, heads up on this, Luke. We do need to buy by the end of the the film each pick our uh, our chill award 
for the the most attractive uh, cast member. Oh, really? So you know, this is this is everything from you know some starring roles to it could be that extra who just popped in for a scene at the hotel to Christ, it could be the furniture because you know you've got nothing else to pick from. So keep keep your eyes eyes open. But you <laughs> hey, know. we all get lonely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, what's you're happening? Let's bring us back. Me. What's going on? So okay. we are. You go. Bring us up to speed for our audio-only listeners about the plot. Okay, angry goth. Thank you. That was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what you, that's pretty angry much what goth. the scene is. By the no, way, true. if you don't remember, her flatmate is a bitch. That's and she's a goth. That's all this is. I think the and scariest reason, part about this whole scene is the how old the PC is. So yeah, from my, from my perspective, she's fully on AOL. From from all of our chat slash half paying attention, some girl got killed at the beginning by an axe murderer. Great, and these are all a bunch of kids at such and such college doing urban legends mythology course. Oh my god, they're sharing a phone line because they have to use it for the phone or the internet. Jesus Christ, kids these days do not understand the kind of shit we had to deal with. I know that makes me sound ancient. You want to use the internet. You better hope your mum's not calling Aunt Janine because you know, that's your evening. Uh, like two days for a song? Are we joking? You know she's come into the flat and she's asked you the phone line and the gothic girl was like getting all angry about it and she's supposed to be the bitch in that situation. I genuinely think it is quite irritating to walk into your room and be like, I need the phone line now. But like, hang on a minute, I was doing something. Yeah. She was studying for her finals. I'm with Mom. the goth girl on this. I'm with the goth girl. <laughs> Just because she was humping love- her partner when she came in and rudely interrupted, I-, I might add, you know. Yeah. Why are they all featuring in a friends. in an annual from like 1964? <laughs> like, <I don't- laughs> why do they all look so old? We don't have. She bought the cheap version that was all in black and white. It's- do you remember 30 years ago when we were here? <laughs> she will do now. Christ, with how old this film is, but. Yeah. Also, knock much. I didn't hear a word of that. A single word of what you just said. It's like, her but if she appears in her nose. Does that guy look like Carl Urban to you guys? No. 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 What are you talking about? <laughs> Not I know like it's called Urban Legends. Like like no. I don't really want this to get out around campus. He looks like Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Which is weird. Okay. I know. But, but he can't be him because he's blonde in this. Yeah, well, exactly. Continuity. You can tell she's sensible because she wears like a polo neck <laughs> and a sensible yeah, jacket. Yeah, hair's tied back. Yeah. So, so she's, she's supposed to be the final girl then, by like standards of she's a virgin and she doesn't partake in the the drugs or the drinking or the sex and all that jazz. Essentially. Now, what would have you assume that Tara Reid's not the virgin, <laughs> even though she literally <laughs> deep throated a microphone before? <laughs> oh, yeah. good like gag. Sh- oh. oh. <laughs> That was good. Almost almost had you there. Got a lot of time for that. I bet you he hated that, but he's like, I really don't want to do that. Do we have to do that scene? That's awful. Yeah, they told it they told him it was a different piece of music playing. Now I remember this scene with the you know, the roof of the car and all that. Is this an actual urban legend or is this like is this one that you have either yes. covered or would do, Luke? It is one I've covered. Episode two, The Lovers. Um the real life murders are very, very different. Um and it was a lover's lane. Whenever people, go, couples in lover's lane would get attacked by a, a certain individual. And there was, I think, about three different cases. And they're not sure if they were connected, but they seemed way too similar to not be connected. But there was no, 
this is the yeah, this is what the urban legend sort of became. To be fair, that same urban legend has about twelve different iterations, and they've just gone for the one that's the most cinematic, I suppose. Um, yeah. Well, that's what your podcast yeah, but, does, yeah. isn't it? It kind of explains the different variants and kind of and how it gets to that point. Do you know what I love though? Not to fanboy too much about it all, but I love the way you narrate the urban legend at the start. It's so atmospheric. The, the musical choices that are made in the background are so good. Like, honestly, man, entrancing. I can totally see how why everyone loves it. Amazing. Um, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And then they can listen to this and hear me rambling on and think, oh, God. Is so like, wow, is that the same this guy? This what he's like when he's not scripted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I was like, imagine if you came to our podcast uh, and spoke like that in that kind of timbre that you have for that one. It'd be so funny. You'd be, like, you'd be trying to say something and the scene would be over before you could even get through it. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was going to say, it's said. the difference between doing like an edited YouTube video <laughs> or doing like a live Twitch stream where it's just completely unfiltered and like all, all over the yeah. place. The biggest, the biggest <laughs> problem the is, <laughs> the biggest like trap we set ourselves is that because you're aligning it with a film, you kind of have to just go for it and free ball it. So uh, yeah, apologies <laughs> yeah. audience when it goes tits up, but hey, 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 it's part of the charm, right? Uh, hey, it's, this is the real me. <laughs> yeah, It's... I don't know if we touched on this this before, Joe, but it'd be interesting to get both both your guys' opinions about uh, how much easier it is from a uh, from a critical perspective, or from like uh, you know uh, to to sell your your YouTube or your your podcast idea or whatever. It's so much easier to be naturally critical and. Um, you know, you know, to shit all over something and people are more likely to find that interesting than if you did, like, if you were a positive review channel, you only th- reviewed things positively, your vocabulary isn't maybe as, like, um, like, it doesn't have the same breadth when it comes to, if you get angry about something, if you're annoyed about something, you go to town on it. Oh, yeah. Whereas well, if, you, if you were only a positive film reviewer or a positive podcaster, it maybe has less appeal. I don't know. Is that, I, I don't uh, know. I, I, th- I think the thing I have learned about the, the wider podcast community is there's literally a podcast for everything you could possibly think of, including a podcast dedicated to positive mind spaces or putting positive spins on things and things like that. So I do believe there is like a, a verbiage and a rhetoric that works well with that kind of a podcast. Rhetoric. I just find it more fun to shit on things. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, whatever. but I, I think um, the, the reason um, like I'm here, like obviously taking a piss out of a film that uh, some of my fans and that are probably big fans of in there, but like it's, it's all like playful, bit tongue in cheek and, Oh, yeah. sorry, it's, all kick, it's all kicking off when I started talking then. So. <laughs> um, a man in the hood just approached a woman yeah, in so the like, car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Not even rushing. If you're going to kill somebody, just walk really slowly. Just... This is, okay, nothing is scary about a, a Parker coat. Yeah. Man, but you're not scary having like, all your lights why, flashing. Why did this and I know you did last summer go with the most generic clothing? It's like they tried to kind of go for the scream, like, ooh, anyone could be it. But it's like, that's cool if it's a costume like Mr. Ghostface. But if it's just a fucking anorak, who cares? If you look at the famous um, poster of the thing, that's an anorak. That, that is this coat. And it's exactly the same. So it's kind of like, well, a film 20 years earlier or 10 years before this film did it much better. How did he possibly set this up? Or they? How did the killer possibly know. set up it, this death? Science, Joe. It doesn't science. make any sense. It's like, well, how super strong are they? How did he? But it's the whole thing of screaming, that, isn't it? They are super strong when they're the killers, and then when they take the mask off, suddenly they're normal. 
Then suddenly it's your mate Billy down the road, yeah. <laughs> it is quite funny that kind of she killed him without knowing. Yeah. That's quite funny. I actually think... That's quite I actually twisted. Told, yeah, I told this version of the legend in my podcast. And I would go as bold as to say... Mine's more atmospheric. Oh, what's that? It, it definitely inserts. Do, do urban legends have more gravity when it comes to things which are more grounded in reality? So, okay, obviously this scene's quite like over the top and there's a lot going on, but it's still, like you said, it's the two lovers. It's the, yeah. you know, it's, it's the middle of nowhere America where you could just be like, hanging out and, you know, that's famously turned in, even to things like the Zodiac Killer kind of thing. So, the whole appeal and thrill of an urban legend is it's not crazy ghost stories, but it's things that could feasibly happen, but you don't know because they've always been slightly unconfirmed or... Yeah. Friend of a friend. Some urban legends are ghost stories. And, um, oh, well, it is throwing a bit of black stereotype in there. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I totally so, did. Points for crap flicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it, it is. It is that feeling of like... Oh, could this have actually happened? But then I suppose if you actually think of like if it, Zodiac Killer, like you said, if that was an urban legend, it would seem really cinematic and over the top in that. But no, it did really happen. So I suppose, and we're desperate. The thing about urban legends is we're so desperate to believe it that we kind of ignore the ridiculousness aspects of it. The uh, the amount of coincidence would happen. So a lot of them come with yeah. either like a piece of good advice or a piece of misinformed advice or just kind of good practice, like the whole like checking your back seat. Obviously, like I mean you only have to hear that story once to make it part of your routine when you step into a car at night. Like you just do. So it's like, yeah, it's things like that. Like, or, or like the whole strangers call coming from inside the house, that kind of like babysitter, like Ooh, stranger danger. Vibes. Yeah. Like, you know, like these are all things that stay with you for some reason. And you're right. There is an interestingness in the psychology of that. Yeah, the, the, the depressing element of it is that the, a lot of them are um, actually very um, misogynistic. It's very like the babysitter one. The like the message very much is, if the mum, if the if the babysitter was doing her job properly, and that she wouldn't have got killed and things like this. And it very much it's a very victim blaming a lot of urban legends if you actually break it down. Well, and especially right now in this day and age, with everything has happened recently, that's very poignant. Yeah. <laughs> How can they yeah. always get this seating area? Like anyone else wouldn't sit here. It's friends. I said this before. It's, 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 it's Central Park. <laughs> and it's, honestly, it's like people would go, I want to sit on those cool comfy sofas, but no, 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 I'm going to sit on this tiny little table instead. What? Sorry, guys, we don't have this reserve, but we're the hot popular kids at school, so uh, fuck <laughs> That no one seems to like, but... Why is she so chill when she's literally just seen a boy that she was seeing fall through her windscreen to death? Like, yeah, why would yeah, she you be at the be... coffee shop? Would she not be in the hospital, the police she's, station longer? Oh, she's so chill. Look at her. She's like, oh, just, she just, know, just did my taxes They're listening yesterday. to this knobhead teller stories. Also, why is he like emphatically talking like they weren't friends before? This is just weird. I can't. Like, why is no, the other guy not like, oh, so my friend's dead. That's horrible. Well, we had this, we had this conversation. Why is with, he laughing? Um, I don't get it. Final Destination about how many... If if like if you're caught in a horror movie where you're being knocked off one by one, it doesn't have to be a Final Destination style. Like it could just be a scream serial killer or whatever, or a, a twisted hillbilly in the middle of nowhere with you and a group of mates. How many deaths would it take? 
before you start to take it seriously. Like one's a coincidence. Also, one's a freak accident. Two well, let's might be keep it more situational. So, yeah. in this situation where it's urban legends, okay, let's ask the room: how many pe- how many people would have to die in different recognized urban legends for you to take it seriously? For me, I would say two because I think themselves they're quite unique situations. Yeah. So I I think I would only need two to believe that someone was doing that on purpose. I concur. I might need a bit more convincing in this, in this, like in day to day, uh, you know, I think even one can kind of trigger you to be like on alert, but like in an urban legend specific scenario, well, well, think well, three, Three. when everyone's talking about it and everyone's like, these (laughs) are urban legends, you you wouldn't be like, you're that guy. Yeah. You're the guy in these films that people go, people would have taken it seriously by yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, You're the one that's like, fuck you. Well, <laughs> so, like, so we, so again. It's fine. Not, not, not to bring up previous conversations, but it's, it's an interesting psychological debate that we've reached points in certain films where there's like, you know, a creepy forest and there's like a, an ominous trail. And I'm the guy who's like, oh, I'll follow the trail. And Joe's the guy kind of guy who's like, no, I'm back at the cabin, you know, resting because I'm like, I'm not stupid enough to do that. Yeah. And it's I'm just like, still alive. Where, where do you fit in that scenario? Well, would you go I'll down you what, that route or? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm defensive of certain things like that because some people go like, oh, why would they go into the dark room? And it's like, well, they don't know they're in a horror film. If yeah, it was yeah, comedy yeah. and they went into a dark room, you think nothing of it. But at this point, you go, no, no, now now things are going weird. You know, you're in a horror now. That's so true you, about you them must not know knowing they're in a horror off. film. Yeah, totally. Yeah, although if someone walked into a dark room in a, in a, in a comedy, I'd be like, turn the light on. What are you doing? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. I, but, but I do this when I'm writing my films and that. I actively go to myself, hang on a minute. Look, she's Would in a restricted section at Hogwarts. Oh, as if Tara Reid's oh, ever oh. in the fucking library, let's be real. Yeah, as if Tara Reid's oh, ever yeah. in the Sutra, book. Of course she is. What kind of book would she be reading, I wonder? Oh, oh. oh what Calm a trashy Sutra. slut. Yeah, she is She is white white trash. I want that book to be opened and like fully covered in just semen. <laughs> like just different spunky... Well, you wouldn't be able to open it, Joe. It'd be sticky. <laughs> I know, just imagine if it's like, and here's the book on the Kama Sutra, and it's like just stuck together and fucking disgusting, yeah. Oh, oh man, Grace. <laughs> Have either of you gents tried anything from the the Kama Sutra? Is that a is that a thing our generation does, or is this just just think like, uh, films portray? I'm sure I've tried the positions, but I wouldn't be like, and that's page thirty seven from the Kama Sutra. I, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I've got sticky notes in all of mine. Um, red is done, <laughs> and sticky. blue is not. <laughs> sticky <laughs> notes. Yeah, White yeah, is that's done. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Are there any hilarious uh, urban legends related to sexual activities? What are these drawings? What is this book? Oh, yeah. There's one coming there's up. One. Uh, oh, go on. Well, there's one coming up in the film, right? It, is that? Well, of sorts. The lights one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's all funny, though. It's not like a fun one. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, did you say fun? I well, what's said. I'm talking what, about like the Boston Strangler who goes around parks and strangles people and then they're like jacks off on their face afterwards. Oh, that's you think that's fun, do you? <laughs> I, I mean, it's an urban legend. <laughs> uh, gay panic. Um, He's like, well, that's what I told the police. <laughs> oh my God, gothforgoth.com. Amazing. I love it. That's, uh, yeah, I think like 
Goffs on campus. I, back then, no, no pictures or anything. Let's just let's just meet up. Hey there. I'm like, nah, mate. Nowadays, we're like spoiled by like Tinder and things like this. And I wouldn't be chatting to somebody I didn't even know what they look like. I'd be like, I don't know who you are. This girl has a literal like, yeah, five we're, head. We're not a love at first sight society, but we're definitely a lust at first sight. You're not going to sleep with someone unless you're physically attracted to them in the first instance. I, yeah, I would say that's always been the case in some way. Um, yeah, there's... We're, you're lying to yourself. You think you, you want to be at least a little bit. Like, as far as she's concerned, she's like, oh, he's like, a goth. Yeah, she oh, she might be him. horny as fuck, but yeah. And he might be a goth, but like, he could still be ugly. Or Yeah, exactly. You're saying that. That's all she knows about this guy. And she's gone, yeah. oh, time to shag. Yeah. Ah, the morals of society, agents. <laughs> I love that earlier on, they made, um, they made a point to show that she's um, on antidepressants. And it has nothing to do with the story. It adds nothing. They've just gone, oh, the goth. Yeah, no, she'll be depressed as well. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. Just, oh, my God. Trying, yeah. to give, trying to give us some element of depth. And it's like, as somebody that does a lot of mental health in that, I was like, what, what was that all about? Fully. Oh, she's morally it's like, She let, sleeps with yeah. men she doesn't know and takes drugs. Yeah. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Also, if you're into kinky sex games, how far into that are you? Do you realize you're in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Straight Wait, this away. This is great. Surely. Oh no. Well, you never know. <laughs> Strangulation's a thing. Just Oh. Scream. Yeah, d don't don't unplug the internet. <laughs> I'm sorry. That doesn't sound like sex. Nope. Well, I suppose, I suppose Oh my god, and she's just going to stay in the room as she dies. She can make her noises sound less like sex if she was really trying. <laughs> Okay, like what? Go well, on, well, she's going, mmm, 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 which is stupid. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Help me. <laughs> so in the story, oh, Luke is fully so getting nice pounded stuff. over there, and I've just got my headphones in, like, I'll get over it. <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> this must have been Why fucking hard. pounded? Well, I'm just saying, like, if we, back in the, back in the whole game that we are sharing a dorm, yeah. I mean, you're not getting pounded, yeah, well, sorry. My question is more like, why am I the one getting pounded? <laughs> I'm kinky, but that's... Uh, well, that, that's, when I, that's when I lure you in by the end of fast. the year, Luke. <laughs> Come here. Um, so, yeah, she, look, pastel, pastel City. Is that a nipple? No, it's not. I thought that as well. Hell of a question. Brilliant. Is that a nipple? It's one of our segments, actually. <laughs> is that a nipple? Like, this, this is hard to <laughs> journalism. Is that a nipple? Good, good. Um, <laughs> That's our weekly section. Is that a nipple? Answer, no. <laughs> Why is there blood if she was strangled? Oh, she spilled her tar all over the floor. Silly bitch. Why is there paintbrushes by it? I'm sorry, but if you're seeing that, you're not lifting it up. You're... I would lift it up. Oh, that was a very 90s transition. Oh, the text just magically appeared on the wall. Yeah, where was that a second ago? We should, yeah, she would have clocked that first, surely. Oh, fully, yeah. Go on, oh, this, this, this is what, what this yeah. is how we pick apart films. You've got to look for the continuity. Also, it's very well put on the wall, considering they clearly did that in the pitch black. Yeah, because they killed the lights. Hmm. This is the funny thing about it, like the, the idea of the killer like staging it. It's like, gotta make sure the font's good. Uh, yeah. I'm calling it now. I've not seen the film. Jared Leto's the killer. Calling it no. now. You've not seen I this see. film? No. Dude. He's probably too busy thinking about Tara Reid. 
Yeah, well, we we have we have talked about that. Because as discussed, this is slightly pre-trashy Tara Reid, so she's still mm, kind it's of... It's definitely right. not you, pre-trashy You have a lot Tara of emotions Reed. towards Tara Reid. It's a really like complicated thing to have an icon, which as a kid you were really attracted to, and then they rapidly declined. Whereas, you know, to give, give, give shout-outs to... You know, people are fans of Meryl Streep back in the day, still killing it now. She can't let you down. Whereas other celebrities, you know, I was well into Britney Spears and then she shaved her head. It all went downhill, you know. But then uh, then she grew it back and she's fine. Hashtag free Britney. Don't worry. for a very hard time. (laughs) Yeah, but I've had to wait, you know, the best part of my life. This sassy security, like one security guard that they have on this whole campus is, is my spirit animal. She's amazing. Yeah, like what what happens when she takes a break? Is there anyone else? Is like the whole campus one security guard? Uh, budget cuts. No, <laughs> she's got she's got enough sass for everyone. You know, I know <laughs> she is like full. I love how they kind of like opened uh, the, when they re- introduced her. She was watching like black exploitation films, and they've kind of gone, "See, we're in the know." And it's like, no, 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 you're just doing the exact same thing, but justifying it. By yeah, pretending it's exactly. Like, exactly. The actor was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, well, I love you. Like, she yeah, well... she's got enough sass for the whole film. It's like, yeah, we oh, don't yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> wheel this body through when all the kids are around. To still see bleeding. Yeah. Still I know. bleeding. Just, just should we lift up? Should we lift up the sheet just so everyone can get a bit more scarred? Shall we? <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, it's the word. I lo- and like this girl here, just no reaction to it whatsoever. The ginger girl was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, and the other girl was just like, mm. having a full-on chat while this dead body just rolls yeah. by. So excuse me. Like, one know. of the wheels goes over her foot. Like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> The wheels on the body go round and round. <laughs> I don't know what fucking paper this guy works for, like the, the, the uni paper, but I don't know why he's acting like he's a fully-fledged journalist. He takes himself way too seriously, which, which is, is quite Jared telling Leto. for Jared Yeah, exactly. That's him just... That, he Ooh, didn't realise the cameras were rolling. Shots yeah, yeah. fired. Come yeah. after us, Schneider fans. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not, it's not, not like just like the big reoccurring joke that generally like you don't see it when you're a uni or college age yourself, but like you always think like, oh, I'm going to conquer the world. I'm, I'm independent for the first time. And like, you know, not to lump all of us into a category now of gentlemen going into their 30s, but it's kind of like, oh, we didn't know anything back then. It's like, so you need like the li- at least 10 years experience to know what the fuck you're talking about in any of this stuff. Hmm. I, mean, I think this main actress is pretty bad. Like, yeah, de- that's probably why she didn't kick off. Her delivery is pretty bland, isn't it? Let's be honest. She's like, my friends are dead. What do you mean? I'm going to lean against this pillar. It wasn't pillar. a suicide, Paul. <laughs> I know, that is very <laughs> melodramatic. That's like a Shakespearean oh, yeah, oh, the pillar. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let's Whoa, not do mean. this. What is happening? <laughs> Lava lamp. I know, it's a cone. Did you just mix up a lava lamp and a police and a traffic cone? Luke, I'm, guys, Luke, I'm no scientist. I'm telling okay? you, <laughs> you, you, you got to hear it from me first. Guys, lava lamps, they're cool again. Just I saying. like lava lamps. They are if very you, soothing. Like, if, if you thought they were cheesy back in the early noughties or whenever, we may have first had them for that Christmas present from Auntie Jude. Now's the time to get them back again. They are banging. Oh, yeah. Where are they now? They look like they're in a staff room. Oh, he's in the little journalist area. Okay, I see. They're, they're trying to do that like, oh, we've seen cop shows where they put up all the clippings of newspapers to try and work out the crime to like pinpoint them together approach. 
Mm. This is that scene where they try and just like debunk it all. And they're like, well, maybe this is all just a massive coincidence. It's like, yeah, but it's not. And you've been talking about urban legends since the start. It is. It just Three very famous urban legends have come to tr- come to life. Why are still people still going? Well, it might just be a coincidence. It doesn't mean there's an urban legends killer. No, it clearly no, it does. does. What's the yeah, matter yeah. with you people? You are a shit journalist, mate. Has she told anyone about the guy wearing the anorak and things like that? Or like- yeah, they didn't believe her. They thought they oh, were so just, they fully prank. just like. Oh, this is what I mean. It takes three people to die to try and connect them in this. I'm context. sorry if you came if up to me, Jamie, and said I was out with with a, a girl or whatever or whatever you were out with. Sorry, um, <laughs> uh, you were in the forest, and you're like, oh, they got killed, and I was chased around the car by someone wearing an anorak, and I I wouldn't be like, you're talking bullshit. I'd be like, what the fuck? You would laugh at me. I mean, I'd laugh at you, but I'd laugh at you whilst crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd feel sympathetic. That's, that's yeah, it's fine. No, do you know what I mean? No, like this, you don't need three. You need you need one or two. Yeah. No, two, two. I love, I love that they got the creepy janitor in there. His mop is completely dry, and he's mopping the stairs. It's like, what are you doing, mate? You're just literally just brushing things around. They've literally cast You're this guy because he looks like a. This light is bulb. how films lose points. Not on like the bigger like social political commentary they're doing, but on the continuity of like, well, his mop's dry, he's pushing it around, or that's not a, <laughs> that's not a real web browser they're using. I, I fully think Professor Snape's hair was styled after this guy from Urban Legend. I think so. This never works. Has this ever worked? That never no. works. That absolutely no, it, has never it, worked yeah, in the yeah, history yeah. of cinema. Yeah, yeah, or, 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 or real life. Here, like, oh yeah, let me just get my card. The card snaps. You've lost your card. Here, yeah. Brilliant. Things that happen in films that never happen in real life. Uh, breaking into um, a, through a door is never that easy. Yeah. Um, chloroforming somebody takes about five minutes. In films, takes about five seconds. And the last one is knocking someone out by hitting them in the back of their head. Oh, and my other pet peeve: people in films walking into scenes with a gun, threatening somebody. When they don't take it seriously, they then cock the gun to show it's properly loaded and then they take <laughs> yeah. it seriously. Why would you walk into that scene with the gun not fully yeah, ready yeah. to go? Brilliant. So you can make yeah, a dramatic, yeah, yeah. like, up the that's stake. Like literally like, that's like literally like pulling taut a bow without an arrow in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you walk up to somebody <laughs> with a... <laughs> when this has an arrow in it, you're going to be in big with trouble, With a bow, but it's not drawn. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you best believe it. I've got an arrow in my pocket or something. And if you <laughs> You wait there exactly. for two or three minutes. I will be able to load this weapon up to do some <laughs> yeah, serious damage. Joe, you joke. <laughs> but so many big name film and TV shows still do it to this day. It drives me crazy. They think that's a, yeah. an appropriate way to escalate tension. Okay, I'm sorry. So really, main yeah. ginger girl and reporter guy are, are exploring the dean's office where they found an identical anorak and an axe. Just saying. Yeah, but... Th- I mean, why would he have that unless he was the killer, to be fair? What's with this secret compartment doorway? I oh, he's a super fan. Where, yeah, who, who, why did he have, does he have this office? He's like, oh, I need this secret compartment, please. Um, why? I oh, just, just need it for my axe. I want that book behind their head to be like, <laughs> to say like, I'm the killer. <laughs> like, yeah, imagine. How to kill students to get away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 101. <laughs> How to turn this bit part into a real character. Good God. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't trust anybody who had a secret bookcase in their house, to be fair. No. He's so dramatic. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. Sorry. (laughs) 
I use to hit people in the head with it, and then they die. <laughs> I'm going to scare you in your dreams, little girl. <laughs> I, I chop off heads with the handle. So again, is this not like by casting Freddy Krueger, they're so obviously throwing shade in his direction that it's so obvious misdirection that it's not going to be him, and yet, oh, he's the bad guy in this other franchise, therefore you assume it's going to be him because he's creepy yeah. and evil. Do you know what? I never knew that was Freddy Krueger, but I actually really fucking like that it is. I think it's quite cool. I mean, yes, it's 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 fun that they had the money to um, hire him, but oh, yeah, and, and not use him. It at is just all. the weak. Yeah, it's the weakest <laughs> red herring ever. Yeah, yeah. God, they are so sane like, and chill. I can't, it's like, like watching Dead or Alive, where they've got old Mortal Kombat actors in it to lend the film some sort of like credit. Like, oh, we know how to do a fighting movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Wouldn't it be amazing? We got the main have... star of Mortal Kombat washed up. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing to have like a sl- uh, the setup of a slasher film, but yeah. people actually react normally as you actually would in that situation and then make choices and decisions that are realistic in that moment. Like her being in, I mean, I don't know if it'd be the most enjoyable watch, but her being in literal bits from seeing someone be killed a couple of days ago. Everyone like using mobile phones and technology. You know, oh yeah. Just to like actually ability, like speak like, to yeah. people. Yeah. Don't worry. I've got um, my emergency cool, contact set up. Beep, beep, beep. And it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, no bad social cell service, no nothing, yeah. I, f- I feel like the school would have been shut down when a murder happened on campus, at least for a day. There didn't seem to be any police investigation whatsoever Look, going on. Higher education is really important in America. You've got yeah. to keep going. Two, two, two people are dead from this uni in a very short space of time, and they're like, well, we'll just carry on. Dead. Yeah, why are the police not going, hang on a minute, someone was murdered who that ginger girl knew, and then her flatmate was murdered, why is she not being spoken oh, to by three the police? People, in the three people. One actually on campus and two well, near campus. With the second, the second one, no one knows is gone yet. I think you guys need to be writing for this. Uh, what paper. do you mean? No one knows you've got is way gone. better what? journalistic intent. I'm going to blast this thing wide open. <laughs> Hang on. Who do who do they not know is gone? The um, what blonde egg, the Dawson's Creek guy. Uh, um, they think that he's gone away for the weekend and he put a prank on her before he left. She's the only one that's saying he's dead. Oh. But then when they said, oh, he's put a prank on him, she just kind of went, oh, okay, and just carried on with her life like normal, walking around campus, going to classes, which is crazy. This is where modern day tech would be like, he's not been on WhatsApp for two days, you know? like yeah, Exactly. Bring modern technology into that. Honestly, this is all... Why has everyone got this anorak coat? It's cold in Michigan. Why? Whoever this, this like, is. Everyone's just got the same coat on. Also, I'm sorry, if you were swimming and you, you still raise your head for water, for air, for water, for air that she does, you would see somebody's walking next to you. You wouldn't be oblivious. Yeah. Uh, guys, I hope you don't mind. We're going to slightly extend today. Sometimes we do about an hour, but we're going to do an hour 15. Hope that's okay. Because the film is so good. If it ends on a juicy Just kill. Just let you know, it's a, if, if not, we're ending in about seven minutes. So we're, we're doing good for time. I mean, that was... Uh, we thought someone was going to die there. Yeah, but it turns out there was a sale on where the coat was being sold and everyone was getting the coat the same day. So Everybody in town is this coat. Do you reckon the director to this ginger girl was like, okay, pause, do less, do less, do less, do less. And then Honestly. to the end, all she, she can do is... The- she's literally like the flatline emoji the entire film. Well, I actually heard that the entire cast of Twilight had to watch her acting to... Um, 
get into the mode of their characters. I, is that a joke? Because I would believe it. That is throwing <laughs> It is very much a joke. And we love it. <laughs> it's great. Oh, look, here's them having fun. Oh, look. Oh, flashback. Oh, that is so dated. It looks like something you'd see out of, like, you know, those crime shows. Yeah, oh, my God. Like or it's flashback. like something from, like, a girl's It's black and white. It's at an angle. Yeah. <laughs> or it's tattooed. Look at them go. With this, like, Casper, the friendly ghost soundtrack playing. <laughs> yeah. You know, or it's like, all the things she said, all the things she said. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do look a bit like that, don't they? Yeah. This is not enough. That, that, that song awoke a lot of me as well. Also, this flash a bit. This is the, uh, this is the, another version of the urban legend with the lights, right? Yeah, they, yeah, this is, this is, um, this is an urban legend as well. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't remember what bloody one this is, this is connected to. This is connected to the, the backseat killer. There's a backseat killer again. The backseat killer is a flashing light. It's a flashing the lights to let to warn them that there's somebody in the backseat of their car. But why? What's happening in this one then? Oh, they just—I don't know. They just—I think they're just it's just having a good time. Just did, yeah. They just didn't put enough um, effort into the script, basically. <laughs> to sum it up, <laughs> I see. <laughs> Calls them as he sees them. <laughs> yeah. Just. I mean, this is the eternal question. So when it when it becomes apparently obvious that this isn't a crap flick, this is just a crap film, then the blame game starts coming out. It's like, right, who's who's at fault here? Is it the acting? Is it the script? Or is it the director? Because they control everything. Um, it gets quite messy sometimes. But I, I would even argue this. This goes as far as to say it's um, producer's fault. It exa- <sighs> this feels like. Uh, um, make me scream come together yeah like we want a new screen go out and do it and they've hired a bunch of different writers and a director to come in and they just got involved and gone yeah make it more like scream make it more like scream and then this is yeah, what yeah, happens yeah, when yeah, movies agree. come out that are muddled yeah it's been studio uh, affected I also kind of blame casting a bit for some of these choices like if you yeah. replace this main girl with anyone else from the 90s it probably ups the film by some bit because the rest of the cast are okay like yeah, it's just her. She's just so vanilla. <laughs> I think. I think. I don't think it's too late to um, start the hashtag. Release the um, urban legend cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, God, let's do, let's get that trending. That'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's really deep and beautiful. And <laughs> oh, oh, it's Freddy Krueger young again. So many red herrings. So the reason why Scream worked was, and I, I cut, we covered it when we did Scream, was because it was a whodunit. This doesn't feel like a whodunit. Yeah. This feels like a pointless string of red herrings, which feels very different. This is like, yeah, it just, hey, it's, look, it's like a it's reporter. Going from point to point. It's trying to work it out. I don't know. It doesn't quite work. Yeah, you just you're just watching it, not caring about the characters and letting it go on. Whereas in Scream, you love Dewey, and you're like, you know, you want the final girl to win, and everything like that. In this one, you're just kind of going, all right, we're just going to watch some conversations until the next murder. Yeah, it's when you don't feel there's any there's anything at stake. You're not really that shocked by the next death, or you don't really care that they survive. That you know, a horror thriller film has lost you, and if it does that quite early on, then you're kind of like, well. I ju- just well, just have to slightly it, yeah. interject here. She just said, "Sorry, Dean, little jumpy." And me and the, my friend Molly from uni used to literally say that to each other every single time we saw each other. <laughs> at uni. Sorry, Dean, little jumpy. Little jumpy. <laughs> Shout out to Molly if you're listening, which you're probably definitely not. Long term listener, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Big fan. <laughs> also, even at this point, let, uh, not that we should compare, but hey, let's compare because the world compared it. 
Even the even the <laughs> dean uh, or the you know the, the head teacher of the school in Scream, you cared more about. That was the funds, right? So, and he'd had a few scenes yeah. that were actually quite enigmatic. He told off those kids with those big scissors. This guy's done fuck all. <laughs> Well, Scream was mocking his own films from back in the day and like a really like, so it was a horror, but it was a bit tongue in cheek where it knew it was. This one is just literally just trying so hard to be what Scream was. And it's just got none of that. Oh, that's a painful one. I don't remember that. Oh, that is fucking, that is nasty. You can believe that. Why? What's he done? I don't even think this is an urban legend. No, it's just, hey, this is just grim. Yeah, it's just see, attacking see, an old man. See, that's annoying too. That it's supposed the to be old a man premise in the where it's all about the urban legends, legends, and she just they just slash. Oh, roll! Yeah. Stop crawling! Roll to your left or your right. Why are you still crawling? Sorry, I missed it. Yeah, yeah. this is from the Prometheus School of Crawling. Oh. Uh, Why would you go to? Oh no! I'll I'll roll to the spikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me uh, just everything hobble. about that. <laughs> Oh, His yeah, death wasn't preventable, but it, it didn't have to happen like that. No, no. Oh, Just you didn't have to cut to a side saying severe tire damage. Come on. So, guys, uh, we guys, we have two choices here. Do we cut now while the going's good, or do we, we do we wait till the Tara Reed scene? I feel like the end of this story ends with Tara Reed, right? I I want to see Tara Reed. She's not been in this film nearly enough for me to trash her. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to carry on. Plus, this song is banging. <laughs> yeah. And that guy just kissed a dog. This is the greatest party ever. I've only had like Look. two parties that feel a bit like this in my whole life, uh, like based on like house party type vibes. I feel like American culture tries to make you feel like every party is exactly this. Yes, and that everyone that's in college is actually 29. Oh my God, it's Roller Coaster of Love, like from Final Destination 3. Yeah, it is. Roller of Love. Man, Chili Pepper's still getting their royalties. Man, I miss house parties. I yeah. Have I, I had too many edibles, or did a drag queen just walk through? <laughs> I, that, what was that person? Come on, camera, pan back. Oh, now. It... Again, dogs taking center stage here. Yep. Well, this girl. <laughs> oh, dude. May. Oh, I mean, I don't know if she's getting anybody's chill award, but we'll see. You know what? If I experienced a load of murders, the first thing I would do is go to a house party too. Fully. And then go and have a chat Safety with a journalist numbers. About, about who the murderer is at a fucking house party. Because that yeah. makes complete sense. Yeah. Rather than, you know, actually trying to like let your hair down and then like, escape the moment and have a good time <laughs> although they might have a 16 candles moment so you never know is that just because you've got red hair <laughs> oh yeah here we, go. here we go Molly Ringwald there we go another leading prominent uh, ginger actress <laughs> seeing as oh, yeah, Joe yeah. is convinced Hollywood isn't uh, isn't run by well okay it's still the minority but yeah what is he trying to do to me She's talking about the director. (laughs) 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 What? That is really intense. Like, 
grabbing her. Yeah, please don't touch me like that. Like gripping both my fucking ears and holding my head still. Let's not do this. That Whoa. is not the time for a snog, man. She is going for a really rough Mate, time. Mate, pick right your now. moment. Take your moment. That is really taking advantage. That is really bad. Like, oh, I'm breaking down because I keep seeing people be murdered and I feel so vulnerable. Oh, do you feel vulnerable? Perfect. Hang on. Is, is her mate pissy because she fancied journalists? Y- journalists? Yes. Yes. It was mentioned in a past. It's the only character point she has, to be fair. <laughs> she's like, I fancy him. And then I'm there. But other than that, she's just there to be in the scene as the foil to the other one. Other than boobs. Yeah. Well, she's doing a good job of surviving so far. Sorry, Dean, little jumper. <laughs> Damn, it's dark in here. Honestly. Why? 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 Who's writing her dialogue? And why does this guy keep popping up in really, like, obvious moments to be suspicious? Yeah. When again, For he ju- clearly isn't the killer. And, and he's, never, he's never cleaning anything. What a, yeah. what a horrible place. His mom's empty. Like, wh- 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 where is she? <laughs> I reckon he what was like, no, they, they just hired me. She's running me. around the house from ready they, or they, not. They, they just hired me because I'm creepy looking, but I don't actually know how to clean, but they said that's <laughs> fine. So I just walk around and just like push stuff with a, like a broken broom. Honestly. And wh- why is she just walking around college campus with a gun? And why is the thunder coming through the, the, <laughs> the window <Ooh>. like that? <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing uh hang on i thought you said we're, we're getting a tara reed death what's going on here oh 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 don't worry my man can we talk about how no one's told this actress how to hold a gun and torch together <laughs> honestly <laughs> like lego arm holding it up straight like <laughs> but the, yes oh yeah Oh no, she slipped over on. Where was that before? Jelly. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the writing on the wall. Where oh. was that before? She was too busy looking up because she's really um, pays attention. This guy is visibly old. <laughs> yeah. He... Like he's got a full. Come on, join the party. My kids are at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's been held back 20 years, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Boo! Party pooper. Did they assume that the goth girl committed suicide? Or did I miss that bit? I yeah, think they because did. he framed it as that. Okay, so you've got oh car accident, okay. kind of. Well, like someone in the back, but you don't really know the full details. Someone who's apparently skiving in a way who did a prank, and then somebody committed suicide. I don't know, man. I'm starting to come around to this idea that maybe I wouldn't believe it. Having said that, I still maintain yeah. if one of my good friends said that they got attacked by someone, I'd believe them. And if they were like you, a you boring square that wears filing. a polo neck, I would. Yeah, but then who? Well, then why would she write, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights on the wall? That's very urban legendy. Why would she mimic an urban legend? Whilst bleeding out. Yeah, to be like, haha, I'm going to go kill myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, Tara Reid's up for a good time, am I right? Ooh, not a mini vodka. Careful, you might get tipsy. <laughs> I'm going to go do some broadcasting. <laughs> Why? I'm going to do some night radio stationing. Yeah, I love how she's like, I'm just going to go and do the radio station. It's like, do you not have a slot? You can't just bowl in there and go live whenever you feel like it, surely. <laughs> At the exact point where you're walking away from the masses, you're commit. You're you're dying in a film, right? You just have to. Oh, straight up. Killer has a busy night this night. 
That's kids. That's a Nokia it's one. It's got loads of bugs. <laughs> it looks really cool. Oh, really? Look at that. There's no. There's no wire. How update up to date? That cooler ID. Jesus. Oh. I'm getting into it. I'm oh. like, go on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, let's do a scene where we just add a bunch more. Oh my god, think if it's like, cut, go back down the stairs again, do it again. Ugh. I know. Look at him. Just like a sexy Aladdin. Not microwaves, the devil's minion. Well, did you say the old lady who drives her pet in the microwave? Drives her wet dog in the microwave. No. Kills her. I know. Every time you said that dog's sitting in the show, I was like, ooh. Oh. Oh, gross. How would that dog fit in that microwave? It wasn't a big dog, but it wasn't. It wasn't small enough to fit. All right, whatever. At this point, why even bother? <laughs> oh, and he just happens to be there. How was this the urban legend where you get a swirly? I don't know oh how. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. No, I'm pretty sure this isn't an urban legend either. Oh, that's the urban legend where the toilet oh, pop rocks. Sorry, yeah, you. Oh, okay, very. Oh, okay, they're really clutching the straws there. That is. What's this one? They, they did the pop rocks thing again, but they kind of go in. Oh, we put pop bleach rocks. down there instead, and it's like. Well, that's not the same, well, that's, is it? Yeah, that's not pop rocks. Yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> the pop rocks didn't do it. It's not like you went, here, have some Pepsi. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. We, yeah, we need to shout out our sponsors, Pepsi, for this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. big, big, big feature of this. Yeah. Um, yeah just hope you don't mind that you're um, attributed to murder throughout the film. I would, ra I would have rather this film just be all entirely from the perspective of this kind of like ballsy security guard because she like every time room. she's on screen, she commands the screen in a way that this girl mm -hmm. just can't. It, it's true. Like they, they've, they've added her as, a, as the typical um, the one black character, yet she's stealing the show every single time. She's got the charisma. She's got the vibe. She's doing it. She's the vibe. most she's animated and like actively trying to like engage with the ridiculousness of what's going on. Oh, yeah, she's playing and she's leaning into it. It's like she's in a different mood. Oh, hello. Are you guys there? Things go bump in the night. You would you would turn around way before now. Also, again, I'm going to bring up Umbridge with the fact that she has a radio show that she just does ad hoc whenever she fancies. Oh yeah, no schedule. Yeah, she literally just walks up and kicks whoever else was in there. Right, guys, you get her now. I'm taking over. Is there I an urban legend it. about someone get on the radio getting killed? Is it just dead air? Also, when, when you're at a cool party, would you be listening to the radio? I know, like honestly. Local, like <laughs> college campus. Not to sound like a All bro, right, guys. but like, look at Tara Reed's tits bouncing around. No, no keep, keep, keep talking about them. <laughs> Ooh, she God, an axe, axe is a really tough weapon to use as a kill weapon. Like, that's a lot of swing, a lot of... Knives are way easier. That, that killer is clearly a very big butch man. Yeah, oh yeah, obviously, yeah. Why? <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, that's unequivocal. Why? Why'd you say that, Luke? Yeah. Well, it's just overpowering a bunch of men swinging around a big axe. and Well, look at that running. It's, yeah, it's, it it's the drag queen man. in another axe. <laughs> keep running, Tara. Keep, just get out of the building. Come on. Titsy, bouncy, love, bouncy, tits. Just keep going. Hang on, all the power went out. How did he get So the there? radio cut off, yet they can still hear her on the radio. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, this is nonsense. Oh, she's definitely going to hold on for long because she's definitely got a lot of upper body strength. That, this is not. She's got a lot of either. upper body. I'll tell you that. I don't much. think this actually happened. <laughs> uh, I think she might have been on a harness in real life. Just step on her toe, step on her fingers, you don't need to do anything with the axe. This is actually what happened to Tara Reed. Um, and that's why you don't find her attractive anymore. Oh my god, it all makes sense. She, yeah. said, she uh, fell um, from a great She's clearly height. supposed to be the one in the slasher that puts up a good fight. And uh, I don't think she's putting up a good fight. <laughs> nope, she's not. She's just hobbling away and making annoying noises. <laughs> also, in the event of emergencies and fires, never take their elevator. Ah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you press them three as well? The the exit is never on level three. So she's just gone back up to the floor that she got chucked off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so why, why would you, like this? Why would you get back off? Go back downstairs. Uh... Or was she on the ground floor? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard it's, to look around these the white of just like You can't get frustrated with stupidity and at this point they deserve it, right? This is what I mean. I mean, Oops, at, this point, at this point in Scream, it's like Tatum Riley dying. And Tatum is so iconic and puts up a good fight and has a really iconic death. Here you've got Tara Reed, who said about three things before. She's a slut. She's a bit of a dick. Like, she makes shit Whoa. choices. Ugh. She's a bit promiscuous. She hasn't done anything slutty as such. You're right. But she does have a radio show about pregnancy pills and deep throating guys and stuff. Karma Sutra. Hey. Hey, she read the Karma Sutra. Yeah. And she read the Karma Sutra. Slut. Slut. From the forbidden section of Hogwarts. Yeah. That's the, you can't do that. Yeah. And There's no spell for that. Head. Natalie, help. What do you want me to do? Fly up there. I'm not Superman. Yeah, but you're a Hogwarts. You should be able to use spells. That's true. Wingardium. Remove your head. More to the point, why does she deserve Levio to die? Why do these people deserve to die? Also, where was all the blood? Fully. That axe had nothing on it. Okay, we're, oh. and we're stopping on that stupid wave. Everyone pause. We're stopping oh, on the, the Parker guy just creepily finger waving. Was it creepy or did it look like, hey girl? That's what it looked like to me. Like, yeah, no, because for me, it's Snap. a big, strong, muscular man who's clearly able to swing that wax, wax, wax around so much. So I think it was, uh, I think it was masculine and tough. Guys, wow, uh, that was 1998 urban legends uh, thoughts. Uh, wow, I just well, I love it. No, it, it, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I like the first five minutes, and the rest of it just sort of happens. Okay, Jamie, you've not seen the ending, so I before we discuss it, let's you you give us what you think the ending of this film is. Guess the ending. Um, I think all of the red herrings are so obvious. It's not the the professor. It's not the creepy janitor. It's it's Jared Leto, hands down. Mm. Uh, I've not paid enough attention to the plot to work out why, other than <laughs> um, uh, some bullshit reason of uh, he's a journalist, so the more he can report on these deaths, the more his credibility goes up and he, he'll get famous from it, so he's reenacting them. Um, okay. Plus, he just finds all of them obnoxious. But I reckon... Uh, it'll get down to final girl. He will still kill off 
one or two more. Uh, definitely the guy's dog who he microwaved. But somehow, somehow she'll best him, even though she's been vanilla this whole time, and expose him and or save herself because she's got a bit too much final girl about her. So she won't die and it will be revealed that he's the killer and he'll come to his end, I don't know, falling off a cliff. Well, that was a really long time hearing to you be so wrong. So let's... <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. I mean, well, that is the next red herring and it does, all of those things are the re- are the reasons they kind of say why he, Joe Dello is the killer. But no, it is, it is a red herring. So continue, Joe. Um, in fact, I, I think you should give uh, the rundown of the remainder of this film, Luke. Okay. Well, um, to explain why we keep randomly bringing up the masculinity and toughness of the killer being able to overpower all these men is because it's actually her beautiful curly haired um, <gasps> best friend. The one whose no. face I said was evil. And yeah, they go into a house and uh, um, I think I think Jared Leto's character gets, um, yeah, they, it, it leads in and it makes it look more and more like it's him. And, she, and her and her beautiful best friend, they're like, we gotta get away. Ah! They run all away and then he's torturing her in a house. And then the ginger girl runs to save her. And when she gets there, she realizes, oh no, actually she's got him and she's really the killer. And then it all kicks off and uh, pretty Big much- cat fight. Yeah, and then um, she kill. She she like looks like she's killed the um, brilliant, as we've said, the superstar, the um, black security guard. Um, and then I think isn't it right, Joe, that the last minute she like shoots her and shoots her out of a window, really in slow motion, <laughs> really dramatically. <laughs> yeah, oh, and it's I swear, a very, she's like, like, uh, like Jason Voorhees being thrown out of a window to the floor kind of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then. To its brilliantness of its confidence of how successful the film was going to be. Yeah. There's a post credit sting of a new set of students talking about the urban legend of what happened in the campus. And it turns out what we've been seeing was actually them telling the story of what happened. And then this new girl in the, in the group says, I'm going to show you how it really went down. And as the camera pans around, it is the killer. And she is back. Yeah. Oh my God. Sequel. Uh, Come on. Also, yeah. there actually for, is a sequel for, for a bit of. There's actually two for a bit of. Um, for a bit of context, what? the uh, the killer is avenging. If I remember correctly, oh, yes. avenging the death of her brother, who was the guy that died in the oh, crash. The, oh, was it fiance? Fiance is that it crashed. Fiance? Um, who was in the other car when uh, her and the you know, tattoo when her and her mate were joyriding? So um, yeah, not joyriding, but and like she decided, driving. Like and an then she went and, on, and along the way, I just thought I'd kill the head teacher and these teachers as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say that just like just like thing. Scream, and this is a comparison to Scream and other slashes. There is no reason to kill the others. It should just nope. be about killing the ginger one and killing the girl, who, the other girl who's in the car. Two yep. two deaths that you could argue in in like a vengeance way are slightly justified. Uh, not that we can. Well, maybe it, that's folks. how Machu was driven. You know, grief does crazy things. Yeah, that is an interesting approach to justify the murderer. Um, <laughs> also, maybe she just really hates school and she's like, "Yeah, if I kill the principal, I get out of the test on Wednesday. Yeah, and then I can kill more. Yeah, yeah." And also, how does she enroll into the school again? Um, I don't know if she's in a different school, but even so, there must have been some <laughs> form of record here. <laughs> we need to know these answers. I want the yeah. answers. Damn it. 
Yeah, there's sequels that follow. There's one called Final Cut where uh, it's about um, kids on a movie set where people are dying, and there's one called actually called screen. Bloody Mary, I think, which is a, which is just Candy gopping. Yeah. Um, and it's which I, isn't yeah, it's not connected to the stories, but it's like a no. I think it's more franchise. like a ghostly monster, a spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, spiritual being the opposite word. Um, who? Okay, let's move on to chill. Who are your chill uh, awards for for this tonight? You go first, Luke. No, remind me what the chill is. The most attractive person. Yeah, the one you, yes. the one you want to chill with. <laughs> you absolute horn dogs. I'm going to say, not for her acting, but just because I find her actually quite beautiful now I'm older. The ginger girl. <sighs> Vanilla. What? No, oh. Luke. I thought you. I were thought cool. she was really What's beautiful. Going on? Yeah. I, I thought, thought really you were cool. You're entitled to your opinion. You know what? You can be wrong. That's cool. In a, hey, her acting wasn't <laughs> strong, but. Yes. Although, if I was going to chill and just hang out with somebody, it would be a security guard. She was amazing. I love her. If you were given Neapolitan ice cream, would you eat all of the vanilla and not touch the chocolate or the strawberry? Hey, look, yeah, the other one was very <laughs> spicy and saucy, but she was also a serial killer, so... With hindsight, yeah, but... Th- with hindsight? <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the post-film conversation. Hindsight. <laughs> who's with your, who's with, your, with hindsight, um, my me. chill awards, Tara Reid controversial but i think in this film uh she's not terrible enough and she's definitely not past her peak enough to warrant uh past her peak enough shots fired my god any i mean she she definitely definitely easy but she's she she she's not terrible enough in this film like the acting or anything to detract from the uh her attractiveness uh, as it stands in this moment in, in time of 1998. So, um, yeah, Tara, give me a call. Fair enough. So uh, yeah. Luke, Luke, Luke pits the, the blandest ginger I've ever seen in my life, and Jamie picks Her- silly bitch Tara Reid. I will choose, uh, pro- you know what? I will choose the blatantly 45-year-old uh, do- doofus whose dog gets put in the microwave. <laughs> the douchebag. Do you know what? He's a douchebag. But <laughs> like at least my girl him like least, a rodeo ball. Absolutely. At least my girl, you, she would like probably like I, we would be able to sit and watch a movie together, and she'd be like, "I'm scared," and I'd be like, "It's okay." She can Your just guy she can just, just bore you to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, she's just putting her headphones and going to sleep. Yeah, (laughs) right. Do your thing. I'm going to sleep now. Final reflections on Urban Legend. Uh, Stop trying so hard to be scream. um, Whilst uh, again, it's it's so easy to give criticism, but I'm trying to give constructive criticism here about how to actually. I don't know. It, it, it does it do itself a disservice by like trying to squeeze so many urban legends into one film or are urban legends by their nature a bit more kind of like shorter and sweeter and it'd be a bit hard it'd be harder to make a like a whole movie around just one of those concepts i i, I can my, my my reflection can can extend on that if you if you want so um i i, I would say um my my observation of this film is i wish they'd gone a bit further if you compare it to a scream scream has a cultural meta reference every like 15 seconds whereas here there are scenes that are jam-packed with urban legend related material and there are scenes where it kind of just seems to drop it off and someone's crawling their way onto a you know a 
parking parking utility to get crushed yeah. by a car and it's like well like if you're going to do deaths make them all consistently urban legend related deaths there's enough out there christ you'll, you know that luke um why why not keep it more closely tethered to it but actually i think it got more stick than it probably deserves it's a it's a relatively fun slasher and, it, and in the it. slasher world it's it serves its purpose and it has a relatively consistent theme. There's certainly worse slashes out there. And I think if it wasn't so immediately after Scream, it probably wouldn't. If it was later on in, into like the early noughties, I think it probably wouldn't have been as revered so much, I think. What do you think, Luke? Well, I'm going to uh, see, because I work in film, I actively don't um, criticize other people's work. But because I've given the opportunity to, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> okay. um, nice disclaimer. Uh, really shit. Go for it. This is exciting. Um, no, um, Basically, if you're going to make a film about urban legends and you're trying to be clever about it, actually be clever about it. Don't, you know, um, do your research into the subject matter. They should have done a few more drafts of the script. And I completely agree with what you said. Like, they should have leaned into it a bit more. They were trying too hard to compete with Scream rather than being their own thing. Um, there's no problem being um, inspired by Scream, but they were trying to exactly. compete with Scream. And so you can't compete with a top knot. If I make a horror film, I'm not trying to compete with The Exorcist because I'm going to lose um yeah and it's uh they really should have just gone along with the ride but then saying that frankly 90 percent of slasher films aren't good it's very difficult to make a good slasher film and so because of that when you look back at it as just another schlocky 90 slasher film it is quite an enjoyable watch true for a crap flicks so the and you know what yeah and you know what's funny this came out the same year as halloween h20 20 years later which was a nut cool. which which is one, oh, of, one of the that many makes this like a masterpiece one of the many sequels uh of halloween where it's um again the script you could tell that there was some producers uh producer handling mm-hmm. of it where it kind of took on that kind of meta approach and was very like witty and sassy and character led and was that the one where coolio shocks him yeah. Uh, oh. Is it Coolio? No, not Coolio. It's oh, um, cool, cool Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> something rhymes. Yeah. I mean, he shocks him or something. Will, he says something say, really comical. Halloween H2O does a slightly better job because it was written It was written in part by Kevin Williamson, who did Scream, so they just did a better job. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, there you go. There's, there's uh, yeah. Urban Legends. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Luke, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. It's been really fun. Yeah. That was... Crap flicks and chill. We have been Joe, Jamie, and Luke. Uh, Luke, thank you so much for for joining us, our special guest this evening. Um, uh, for f- for those for those who don't know you, uh, where can they find the Urban Legend podcast? Where where are you on the social medias? This is your time to shine. Give us give us the 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 cell. Give us your plug. Oh God, you should have warned me. Um, I <laughs> am um, I'm on um, Instagram at. Um, UL podcast. I'm on Facebook at Urban Legends Podcast and on Twitter at UL Podcast too. I'm completely wrong. It's on Instagram at Urban Legends dot podcast. Um, and you good. can also find my podcast by just searching Urban Legends. And if there's a like law in that come up, which are also very good, but you want to listen to my one. And my one's got the uh, blue neon text. It says Urban Legends and hosted by Luke Mordew, which is me. And we assure you, if you if you enjoyed anything about this 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 evening's uh, podcast, you will uh, enjoy his so much more because you you actually you will go into depth and everything about about other legends rather than gloss gloss over whether someone should have the correct haircut. In this, well, uh, hey, this yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, if you want to hear 
some of the same urban legends, but told well with uh, an intensity with and it actually be scary, then yeah, <laughs> look, look that further yeah, well, rather than well, this horror film well, we just watched. <laughs> Yeah, well, what I try to do is I, 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 I introduce the legend, I tell my version of the legend, and then I break down the truth um, and the true stories that inspired that legend. And in the final part of the episode, I break down um, all the different variations that have spread out across the world. And um, I go, I did a lot of research and a lot of time goes into each episode. So if any of these legends you thought, oh, that sounds quite fun, or that sounds interesting, or I remember that legend then I may have covered it and you will find out all please, you want to please know. Please go and check them out. It's really good. And you, uh, you, you've you ended season one and season two is coming back. Is that right? Or- season two. Yeah, we're researching season two right now. And we've got some big, um, big legends coming for season two. So there's eight in season one and there's going to be eight in season two as well. Very nice. Good stuff. Guys, go, go, go and check them out. Uh, go, go and f- follow on the socials. Go and listen on the podcasting platforms, wherever you listen this to. Um, and thank you so much for uh, sticking with us all the way to the end of uh, our podcast uh, here as well. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. This has been uh, an absolutely incredible one. So, so many laughs, such a great, great crap flicks to, uh, to um, chat about. Uh, if you did enjoy it, we'd really appreciate it if you, you followed us on uh, social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and now Facebook. We've <gasps> heard of Facebook, guys. Uh, at Crapflix Podcast. Um, I hope it's the same handle for all of those. Um, it is, it is, it is. Um, and as Joe mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we do uh, weekly social posting, some, some animated ep- episode art. We do silly sound clips from some of our ridiculous reactions to these Crapflix. Check us out. Uh, you can get in contact with us over at crapflixpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite Crapflix. We love to hear from you guys we love your feedback we love to do uh, episode specific um podcast based on the movies that you love to hate so let us let us know that as well um, oh speaking of we've got a few to read out next week early doors so we'll do that so get 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 in touch let us know what you think about uh your favorite crap flicks uh share us with your your friends who also loves crap movies and um go and go and watch some of these with them as well uh but again thank you from bottom of arts for listening all the way to the very end we hope you're doing well we hope you've had a lovely bank holiday uh and until uh, next time stay golden pony boy good night good night bye